Hey guys, welcome to Floss Bites. Had a couple of updates for you this episode. Uh, one was on the hire that we made. We actually ended up hiring someone. It ended up being that first person uh, that did our working interview that I uh, had an episode about. She actually was really great. She ended up starting um, just about a week ago and she's been really great. She's been picking up things really quickly. We have a complicated computer system because no one uses it. We have a Mac-based system called Mac Practice. So she's learning that and she's really got the ins and outs of that. We use a training program called Front Office Rocks and we have all our receptionists go through that training program because it really helps them learn scheduling and figuring out what's the best way to deal with patients and work with them. We've also been introducing her and uh, our billing person to the new dental office membership plan, which we talked about in the last episode. And that is all set and we're almost ready to launch. Um, and I'm including the link of that in the episode notes here because I'd love, I'd love for you guys to take a look. And if you have comments or if you've started a plan yourself here at your own practice uh, or, or even at the practice that you work at, I'd love to hear your feedback. We've made it really simple. I've set up the payment plan page uh, that you can sign up and it's, it's pretty easy and straightforward. One of the main things missing from there, uh, there's two things. One is the, the actual fee schedule. We have a sample fee schedule with some uh, prices, but we're actually working on the final pricing uh, on the full fee schedule. And then the other thing that's missing is a list of all our specialists and their fee schedule as well. Once we have that, I think it'll be ready to go. Another update is on the dental membership plan. We received a question from the last episode about how exactly we went about dropping the DMO plans. And it's a good point, and I kind of glossed over it because it was almost two years in the making. Only this year did we start introducing that to our patients. Our big concern was, are we gonna to lose too much revenue? Because while they don't pay for preventative maintenance, they, the patients are responsible for paying for all the restorative work. And if we drop these patients, would this create huge problems for the business in terms of cash flow? The way it worked was this. Earlier this year, we started letting DMO patients that came into our office know that we were going to be dropping their plan at the end of the summer. And we gave them a couple of options. We said, you know, you could switch to a PPO plan as option one. Two, we could help you find another dentist. Or three, we're considering offering a membership plan that'll give you access to lower priced fees. A lot of them were interested in the new membership plan, so we put them on the waiting list, letting them know that, you know, as soon as it's ready, we'll, we'll make you aware of that. That worked out pretty well. Uh, and so there's been a pretty good appetite in terms of people willing to switch to PPO or interested in the dental membership plan. There were a lot of people that didn't want to switch at all, so that's fine. We're going to let them go uh, and then move forward with the ones that do want to stick around. So the patients are now coming on the point where we're going to be canceling the plan. And so we're going to be sending out an email to all of our DMO patients uh, in the next month or so and give them an option to choose between you know, these three options. Another update is on our fee schedule. We realized that our fees are too low. We haven't updated them in almost three years. You know, We obviously don't wanna gouge our patients, but we didn't realize that we were so under the market. There's a site called Fair Health we went to, and you can look up any procedure by zip code. We were almost $700 lower than the average crown in our zip code. So we realize that we do have to raise our prices. Now we're not going to raise it to you know, that full price, but we feel like if we're at the 80th percentile of the average fees for our zip codes, we feel like that's a reasonable and you know, uh, customary rate to charge. So we're going to go ahead and do that. 
I highly recommend you do that if you have your own practice to make sure you're in line with your fees because you should be paid appropriately. The other thing we realized is that Aetna, our PPO plan, actually their allowed amount is more than our UCR fee for the crown. So that was a huge mistake on our part. It was only about, they, they raised their fees recently just in the last month. So we didn't lose a lot, but it's something that we realized that we really have to update our fees every year to keep in line with what the, you know, the standard fee, the fees are. Finally, I want to introduce a new concept to these episodes, and that's going to be something new that I've learned this week. So the thing I learned this week is that your staff can actually help manage the rest of your staff. And what do I mean by that? Well, I talked about how we do our staff meetings on Mondays and I've given them all responsibilities to present on their particular area so that they have ownership. And that's been working out really well and we've continued to do that. But one element I've added at the end, um, just to kind of finish up the meeting, I call it a thought experiment because I was, my feeling is like, you know, when people are in staff meetings, they're just aiming to go home and they're trying to figure out how can we get out of the office as quickly as possible, get home and start relaxing. So my thought experiment is basically bringing up a question on something that I've read or something that interests me um, that particular week and just have them talk about it. So this particular question that I brought up this week was about passions and whether passions are found, meaning that you try lots of different disciplines out when you're looking for your career and you find the passions or even, even hobbies and you go and you look out for them and you try different things and you find something and then you do that thing? Or are they developed where you try different things and maybe it's not that interesting at first but you keep at it or you have a certain skill set like you went to dental school for instance and you have these skills and maybe you're not passionate about dentistry but you are good at it and that's something you can develop and then work into a passion. So I threw this question out to them and I was amazed. Everyone was so interested and asking questions and talking about how they've pondered about the same questions. One person even talked about how she was asking her boyfriend, you know, what am I good at? I'm not even good at anything. And the rest of the staff jumped in and started encouraging her and saying, no, you're really good at this and you're really good at that. And then people started encouraging each other and talking about how they really appreciated how they did this particular thing uh, the other day. Someone was telling our biller, oh, we're so glad you created a new procedure form for us because the other one was kind of hard to read and it was like uh, the font was too small and all this stuff and she did it without asking. And I realized that people are more nuanced than just their jobs, right? You have to bring in the other aspects of their personality to kind of get them to blossom and get them to kind of uh, like appreciate the other aspects of the other people who work at the office. And what I found was when I actually got them to think and kind of step outside their working hat, they got to take that off and just be people again, you start to see the empathy come out. You start to see uh, the appreciation for other people. And that is exactly the mentality and the demeanor and the kind of office culture that we want to have. And so I thought it was a great learning for me because it was like, you know, this was something that I was thinking, oh, they're not going to want to do it. They just want to go home. But it turned out they were laughing. They were encouraging each other. They were having a great time and even bringing up stories and recounting things, um, taking even more time than I was expecting to take. So your own staff can help manage the rest of your staff if you bring out the nuances in their personality and the other aspects of them that makes them people, you know, the things that are the non-working components of them. So I think it's good to actually talk to them and relate to them uh, on levels more than just work. That might seem obvious, um, but it's work because you really have to bring that up on a regular basis. 
So we're gonna be doing that regularly. That's no longer gonna be called a thought experiment. It's just gonna be the way I end every staff meeting. Um, and it's been working out great. So thank you guys. I will see you in the next episode.